You're listening to a DM podcast. Hello and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast, a series of healthy conversations with inspiring hustlers. I'm your host, Madeline, and my aim is to help positively change the way you think one healthy conversation at a time. Through storytelling, these deeper conversations have been designed to act as a virtual toolkit. I like to pack them with practical advice, thought-provoking insights, and life-changing rituals. Together with my wonderful guests, my hope is that this podcast inspires and empowers you to thrive in all aspects of your life. If you're feeling ready to rise up to new challenges, irradiate positivity, and have an unshakable belief in yourself, then take a deep breath, buckle up, and let's go on this ride together. Hello, hello, hello. I'm like buzzing because I am back on the microphones in your presence with you, Steph. Welcome back to the Healthy Hustlers. Hello, my love. How are you? I'm good. It's been good to spend the day with you. I know. We've had, well, you especially have had such a big day. We've been at a Naked Harvest event this morning in Sydney. Yes. Very nice. It was so it was beautiful. So beautiful. It was so nice to have everyone together. It was so nice. And Steph was one of the amazing speakers. So you really have had a big day. She's been <laughs> sharing her wisdom all morning. <laughs> and now I've got her back onto the podcast. How are you feeling? It's funny because before these events, I do really get in my head. And look, yes. I've done I've done a lot of speaking gigs before. I've been on TV. I've done the things, but I always get myself into a state. Yes. And it's like, do you feel like when you get anxious about things, you kind of have? I feel like I've got two people in my head. I've got like Steph who's like, you've got this girl, you've done this a million times. And then I've got the one who's like, you know, your imposter syndrome, like, no, yes. you shouldn't be there. You know, you don't know what you're going to say. And they like get you so anxious. And I feel yeah. like, is this normal to have two voices? It's like I've got an angel and a devil on each shoulder. <laughs> Literally. I know. I totally get that. And do you know what? It was funny because at the event you said to me, oh, do you get nervous before you talk at these things? And I was like, oh, when it's for my, like if it's a healthy hustlers related thing, no. But as soon as it's about like you showing up mm. for someone else, it feels like that added pressure pressure yeah, because you you're there to do, well. do a job almost, you know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah, no, I totally get that. But you did an amazing job. Oh, thank you. It was you. so good. It was, it was such a good like, room full of people. It was, so As soon as I started it? talking, I was good. I felt like I walked away. So they did a wellness um, summit, which was all about busy girls mm. and getting some hacks. And I really walked away with, I feel like, so much new knowledge. So for me, sitting in a room with like yourself and other women that spoke was so expansive because you all highly successful women that are doing all the things, you know, your mums, you've got thriving careers, businesses, social lives, friends. And I always find, and I guess that's why I wanted to start this podcast was I just find it so interesting getting in the minds yes. of people like you, of like, yes. how do you actually do it all? And so much of it came down to your routines yes. and your structure yes, and, and like being intentional. Yeah, no, definitely. And also I felt like you probably felt like that common theme as well where you see all these people who run amazing, successful businesses um, and you're like, oh, they have it all going on. But even like every one of us as speakers, we all talked about burnout and hitting mm. to a, a, getting to a point where you had to put your health first because there's, there's nothing if you don't have health. And especially what I've learnt, you know, since losing dad is – you can't wait till retirement to start enjoying yourself. And if it doesn't matter how big your business gets or how much money you make, but if you don't have your health, you really don't have anything. 
It's so true. And it's really interesting because that's a lot of the reason why I started The Healthy Hustlers because when I was working in corporate, and I was like on that hamster wheel and I was burning out all the time. And I used to look at these highly successful people at the top of their game and just think, how are they showing up mm. every day? And the more curious I got and the more that I found out, it literally all came down to their healthy habits and the things, them prioritizing their health and their wellness. And that's exactly what came through on that panel today. Like everyone's had their moment of like being all in on their business and just, you know, hammer and tong, Mm. but it's then come at that cost and they've had to then start to really prioritize their health and their wellness. And that's how they've found more balance in life to thrive at a whole nother level now. I'm excited to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by my favorite all natural makeup and skincare brand, Last Minerals. Last Minerals was founded by mum of two, Stacey Hollands. Stacey and the Last Minerals team have done such an incredible job at creating products that work and last, but do not compromise on the skin or harm the planet. Their products are packed with natural ingredients that nourish and nurture the skin. I'm really excited because Stacey's going to be joining us a little later in the show for some healthy skin advice and tips. But if you can't wait until then, definitely check out lastminerals.com.au. I'd love to know, yeah, from your perspective, like what does that morning kind of grounding routine and rituals look like so that you can kind of go into work very intentional and I guess as present as possible? My morning routine has changed over the years, depending again on what season I'm in and what I'm needing. But lately... I really feel like I need to get outside. Okay. So we've got a really beautiful balcony, even though we're about to move, which I'm a bit sad to say goodbye to that house. But um, I love to get up. And look, sometimes I don't get up at five. Yeah. Like I think this week I wasn't able to every day. It's Mm -hmm. because I've just got a lot going on. And sometimes if my body wants sleep, I'm going to give it sleep. Yes, I love that. And if I didn't get – and look, people listening, if you've got newborns and that, because I get a Mm. lot of new mums saying – Oh, how do I get up early? I'm like, don't get up early. You've no. got a newborn. Go to sleep, doll. Totally. That was a big <laughs> shift for me when I had Rocco was like giving myself permission to sleep and know that the 5 a.m., the 5.30 wake-ups of me prioritising me can come later in another season because yes. right now sleep is yes. the most important thing. Yes, and my cousin actually just had her first baby, which was yeah. so cute. I got to meet him the other day, little Leo. I really feel for them like because mm. I'm such an empath like – I can see her. She's really tired. She's struggling. And I'm just, and it is hard to say to them, like, it doesn't, like, it won't last forever. But when you're in it, it feels like it lasts forever. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. If you have a newborn, please do not be getting up early. Like, do not follow this advice. (laughs) Yes. Do not follow. This is just for, depends on what season you're in, you know? Um, So, yeah, I like to get up before the kids. My yes. kids are actually pretty good these days. They sleep in a bit more. I'm like, oh, I can't I wait it. for that You're day. Like, Shut up, Steph. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> You're banned. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, they are at an age, though, where, you know, Harper, she's seven, she can go make her own breakfast. Yes. But I still oh, kind of, it's actually, honestly, girl, it's coming. I promise you it's coming. It's coming. So I, I have to grab my journal. So before I even get out of bed, as we talked about, I do meditation in bed. Yes. Um, just a quick like 10 to 15 minute one. I would like to get back into my 20 minute ones again. But again, just depends what season I'm in. Mm-hmm. I go out onto the balcony and I don't have my phone with me. And all I do is I, like I journal. So for me, when I'm journaling, because I'm an anxious person, I journal about like, okay, what am I worried about right now? Mm-hmm. And then I write about why I shouldn't be worried about it. Oh, that's so yes. good. And then I always like to write my goals, but in 
like past tense, like I've already achieved them. Yes, yes. love that one. Yes. How does that make you feel in that moment? Like, do you take a moment to kind of embody the feeling or yes. like how do you? Yeah, definitely. And I feel like I, I do want to tap more into visualization. Mm. It's something I haven't been doing because to be completely honest, like when I lost dad and Nan, I, I didn't meditate for a long time because yeah. to be completely honest, I didn't really want to be alone in my own head and that's yes. okay. We need certain things. So I turned to more of, you know, reading and creativity mm. like painting. And then when I was ready, I went back to meditation. I love that you are so, like you have so much awareness now for like your seasons and what's serving you. And I think that goes for so many, I guess, aspects of what we talk about on here. Like not every single thing is going to feel good for everyone or like be something that you can inject into your life right now. Mm. Ryan and I have been having a discussion a lot about a good example is he's very into Eckhart Tolle, who's very much about like living in the present and there's no future and there's no past. It's just this moment, which is amazing for him who like runs a, you know, successful business. He wears all the hats, like he carries financial load. He's a dad. Like he needs almost that switch off to just be in the present Whether I like love like manifesting and mm. sitting in visualization. And like that actually keeps me really inspired and motivated for my now. Like it's that having that big goal, that big picture. Yes. And so I've been really prioritizing visualization a lot and a lot of visualization meditations. And, you know, I often talk to Ryan about like what I'm visualizing and, yeah, we're having this really interesting discussion around like, he's like, but I just want you to enjoy what we have now. Mm. And I'm like, it's not about that. It's just like right now in this, this period of my yes. life, it's helping me to show up mm. almost as like next level Maddie, because it's like, I know what I'm aspiring to and desiring yes. and wanting to call in. Yes. And so, cause I'm in a bit more of a, just like mum mode and like yeah. a bit more of that daily grind yeah. at the moment. It's helping me show up in better ways with like yeah. the way I dress or my habits and my rituals. Yes. No, I think it's important. And like, yeah, there is a time and place. Definitely. Like I know right now, this next couple of weeks is really busy for me. We're about to yes. move into a unit because um, we've got to wait for a house to be finished being built. And I feel like sometimes if it's in a healthy way, it is good to be able to like, you know, glance into the future, think of all the positive things. And then yeah. I feel like you kind of backwards engineer like the habits to get you to that point because yes. otherwise you're not intentional with what you need to do. So I think it is really important to, yes, always be, you know, manifesting, visualising. And then that when there is the times where, you know, maybe it's the afternoon and your family's mm. home and then you can be present, which is something I do struggle with. I really do struggle with, especially switching off after work. Yes, yes, I could imagine that would be so hard for you. Yeah, because I like I just want to be present, and that's something I've always struggled with is to be present in that moment. Mm. What are your kind of little rituals, or say some practices that you'll go to that would switch you out of that work boss, you know, CEO mode into a bit more of that flowy, mm. loving, nurturing mum yeah. mode? Yeah. So I'm. I don't know if you're if you're like me, but as soon as I get home, if, if it's from work or wherever, I have to have a shower and get into my comfies. I have to be in my pajamas. I cannot. Like Ryan will come home in his work clothes and potter around for a couple oh, of hours. I'm so like, Ryan. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I'm like, bra off, yes. makeup off. <laughs> so I'm like, I have to do this thing. Like I just, I feel like I've still got like I have to wash the day away. Yes, literally. I love that. So lighting like a, a cleansing. Candle. Yes, I love to light a candle. I love to play some music as well. And also if there's anything I'm stressing about that day, like I'd like to do my PM purge, which I talked about before, which is basically just me journaling about the day, anything that happened that day. And even if I'm really worked up, because uh, as you know, I used to, this is kind of going on a different direction, but I used to really turn to alcohol. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. I did. After work, like you just have yeah. to have that drink. Had to yeah. for, for years, mm. for years and years. And that was my, thought it was my coping mechanism. Yeah. But that was. Relax and unwind. Yeah, and it, it became. So common. Yeah, and it, it wasn't good for me. Like, it was mm. obviously not good for you. You know, there is a time and a place for that too, but I had to change my habits. So for me, I really, instead of going back into that, I go for like a walk. Yes, love that. Or I might read for a little bit, depending mm. on where the kids are at as well. Because, yeah. um, but now they're at the age when they get home from school, they're like want to play out on the street, which I do love because then I sit out there oh, with so them. Nice. It's really nice. <laughs> brings back all the memories. But yeah, having a shower, washing the day away, lighting a candle, journaling out any stresses from the day—they're mm-hmm. my top ones. Yes, I love that. I definitely am with you on the like getting changed and just like I just have to get my makeup off and mm. wash my face and kind of feel a little bit. I don't know, cleansed yes. from, from the day that's been. But the only backfire to that is a lot of the time I'm getting home earlier than Ryan, so then he comes home and is constantly seeing me in my pyjamas. Oh. So a big thing for me this year is a little ritual. It actually kind of started more last year, but a big thing that I've been doing, and I do talk about this a lot on the podcast, is um, the way I dress. I've mm. really been trying to like sit in, I guess, allow my outfit to represent the energy that I want to show up in. Yeah. And so even if it's a day where I'm with the kids, it's still like, you know, what active wear or what, you know, effortless outfit makes mm. me feel like a cool mum, you know, yeah. or a good mum. Like, I'm then, a cool mum, yeah, not a regular like, mum. Yeah, totally. I'm a cool mum. <laughs> even if they don't think it. <laughs> um, but I know that was a big thing for you this year yes. as well in your work days. Yeah. So I used to always go into the warehouse in my gym clothes because mm-hmm. I work out in the morning and then I would go into work. And I just felt like you need that shift. Yeah. And even like, you know how we talked about before, putting your phone in a drawer, a physical thing. So yes. it's like that physical change. And it really does make me so much more productive. Like I even wore little heels to work the other day. I was oh, like, who I am I? And the girls it. were like, what? <laughs> it was so good. And it just, it really, even the days I'm working from home, I don't know if this is actually like an ADHD thing, but it is a trick for everyone. And this is only for people who allow shoes in their house. But yeah. if I'm coming home and I still got work to do, I keep my shoes on. Oh. Because it makes your brain know. Like my brain knows if my shoes are off, it's relaxed time. If my shoes are on, it's work time or get shit done time. Wow. Yeah. So it's something I have, it's just something I have to do. A physical, yes. Yes, yes. But definitely this, dressing for the occasion. I love that. That's like it really, really helps. cool. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because when I was in corporate, my girlfriend and I used to have a pair of boots that we called our power boots. And red lipstick. And we'd always have the boots under our desk and red lipstick in our bag. And it was like this moment of like, because we were like, we were quite young in our roles. Like I was a marketing manager at a very young, like not ready age of like, didn't have the experience. And a lot of the time I'd have to go in and sit in like board meetings or like present to, you know, like quite high people, which was amazing. Yeah. And like, it was amazing as a learning ground, but it was that shift that I needed, like, and she would almost look at me and go, we need our power boots on. And, like, putting these boots on and red lipstick, and it was, like, the confidence in me just, like, grew so quickly. And I remember going back, like, almost revisiting that energy mm. later, you know, when I was coming to a mom and I wasn't necessarily leaving the house as much. And I kind of was like, how do I get out of this, like, slump or this, yes. you know, kind of daily grind feeling? And I kind of went tried to just go back on like all the moments where I felt either like proud or excited Mm. or confident a lot of it actually came back to the way that I was like showing up physically the way I dressed and I was like I know it sounds so ridiculous but the energetic shift Mm. in 
being in something that I felt good in in that moment, no matter if it was just like an outfit to go to the park with the kids in. Yeah. Like it just allowed me to show up in such a different energy. Yeah, and it's even when you're like working from home. Yes. If you're like, you know, we work from home, a lot of us do. Totally. If I stay in like my PJs or mm-hmm. trackies or active wear, my brain just won't switch over. Yeah. I can't I can't focus for the day. I can't be mm-hmm. productive. For example, so this morning I was getting ready for the event today. Yes. And I feel like before you're ready, I feel a bit flustered, a bit, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, maybe not excited yet. But it's some for some reason, as soon as you're ready, you're like, yeah, that energetic shift is completely changes yes. and you're like, I'm ready to take on the day. And that's not to say, you know, you have to look amazing every day. Like, God. No. A lot of days I don't even wear makeup, but yes. it's just like, a, you know, a jumper that might make me feel cool or yes. I don't know. And yeah. even that was a big thing for me. So when I had the girls and they were babies, you know what it's like? You're stuck under a baby, you're covered yeah. in breast milk or formula or whatever it is. And I felt like it's Groundhog Day when you're a new mum. Mm-hmm. And even if you've got lots of little kids at home, it feels like Groundhog Day. And no wonder we kind of go through that phase, just not feeling like our, our body already doesn't really feel like ours. Yes. Mm-hmm. We can't dictate the day. Mm-hmm. So for me, and I had postnatal depression. So for what I started doing, my morning routine for that was I open all the blinds and I still do this now. Yeah. I have to open all the blinds. I play some nice music and I have a really good shower. I get changed mm-hmm. and I brush my hair at least and maybe put some lip gloss on. And it used to help me so much with my you know my mental health especially in those days where you're not getting much sleep it yes. really does help and I guess that's such a great little hack as well even if you are like I know you've spoken a bit about like your healing season or if you're going through a challenging season where you're not necessarily wanting to show up and go mm. to the gym and kind of be in that energetic literally opening the blinds like yes. that is like the first thing I do in the morning get Rocco out of the cot and we go around the house and put all the blinds up and it's like just letting that light yes. into the house Opening it's the like windows. I know it's like I'm re- it's almost just like setting that intention of like I'm ready for the day ahead yeah something that came up for me today was I feel like I'm really good at setting an intention when I have a big day mm. so like today this morning was a really 4am start and as soon as I got up, like I was obviously so tired, I looked yeah. in the mirror and I just like said, everything is going to go to plan and run smoothly. And like it has so far. And I feel like I'm really good at doing that on a big day, mm. but not necessarily on an everyday. Mm. And I had this realization today when one of the speakers was talking of like how important setting that intention is for every single day. Like just having that mindful moment when you wake up to either embody or just like check in with how you want the day ahead to feel and look. I did the same thing this morning yeah. and because I'm, I was speaking at the event too and I, of course I get nervous. I was like, you've done this before. It's gonna, it, Honestly, talking to yourself, it sounds crazy, but doesn't it make such a difference? Like oh, you've got absolutely. this. You feel like you're your own best friend and mm-hmm. you really should be. Definitely. But yeah, there's such a huge shift when you do stuff like that and that's why I do love like my journaling practice because I'll literally be like, I'll write today blah, blah, and like tell tell myself how the day is going to go. And I feel like too, this is where it comes back into my rituals of like planning in the morning. Mm-hmm. Because for me, my brain is very busy or always. Most of our brains are very busy. So mm. I'm also not good at prioritising, which surprises people. Oh, yeah. that really surprises yeah, it's, me. It's because to me, I feel like 
everything is just as important as each other. Okay. So what I need to do is every morning, unless it's already in my plan, I've already written out my day, is you need to write down everything you need to do that day and then look at it and be like, okay, what do I actually need to do? Yes. And then you choose your top three. And then for me, if I can do those top three, mm. obviously make sure those tasks aren't huge. Yes, make of sure course. You've got to be kind to yourself. <laughs> yes, because a lot of people use their to-do list wrong. Oh, absolutely. They, they go for these big tasks, like it could be like, finished project where it should be write the conclusion or start this part of it definitely guilty of that or clean it's like almost like a self-sabotaging act i do it all the time so you won't even start because you say and i'm so disappointed in myself at the end of the day yeah because it's too hard and if if it's too much for your brain you're just like i'm not even gonna Mm -hmm. start that so even for for me for the cleaning the house i'll say wipe the kitchen benches and look then you get to tick more off, which just makes you feel good too. Definitely. It's so funny. After we recorded our, I'm pretty sure it was our reset episode, I went home and like that week, every day I just gave myself that small task of cleaning out a drawer. So I did like the linen press and all of this and I felt so good about myself, basically, like just about the fact of like, I could look and be like, I am organized. Like I do, you know, have a home that's like can operate well. Like I'm not in my own chaos and mess 24 seven. It's just crazy. Those little shifts and prioritizing it, like how good, even though one day it was literally just the towels (laughs) in the living closet. Like I'd open that and be like, you're good girl. (laughs) That's so good. And the thing is so helpful. And like what you just said saying, I am this. Yes. So, you know, we always have these beliefs about ourself, mm-hmm. whereas I, for example, running a business, I'm, I don't, I'm not good at math. I don't like the finance stuff. So I just say I'm bad with numbers yeah. or, and that turns into, I don't know how to run a business, which isn't true. So you really need to change the narrative to yourself and start showing up as that person. Definitely. And then you start doing the habits and things like that, like organising your house, of course it's going to be overwhelming because you're thinking about the whole house. whole thing. You can't do the whole house. Definitely. You're only one person. Like mm-hmm. we don't have Marie Kondo and a whole team of people <laughs> to come over and do it in one day. We've got we to gotta be realistic with ourselves. Definitely. And I love that you touched on like the affirmations and the way you talk to yourself because, you know, when it does come to daily rituals and like practices that one, help to raise your vibration, but really do help to allow you to shine so much of it comes back to the way that we talk to ourselves and that's why affirmations like are just so ridiculously important you know we've said it before like your mindset is a constant work in progress it's Mm. like organization it's like going to the gym all of these things it's not like you just get to a place where oh my mindset is on point and I'm good for the rest of my life like it is a constant I wish like you said I know you said like you still get nervous speaking at events like absolutely and you speak on national tv and you know have a business and all the things but it's a constant work in progress and Mm. so having those affirmations and for me I personally love having like two or three key ones that I like always come back to Mm. and then I also like creating ones either at the start of the year or the start of every quarter that's actually tailored to what I want to achieve yes in that moment yes I love that do you say yours to yourself or do you write yours down so I usually have a to-do list on my computer as well as like written out ones because I'm one that loves the red pen like through my to-do list so I feel like oh yeah girl (laughs) um so I write them and I also have them on my computer but a lot of the time I just do mirror work like I'll just say it in the mirror or um, so I really like making ones that are a bit more tailored to like what it is that I'm yes. prioritizing in that yes. moment in time. Yes. Like at the moment I'm going through this really weird phase of like, I guess I just got so much self-doubt with like content creating. Mm. 
Yeah. And maybe it's probably just something that I never used to do in my business, whether the last probably 12 months I've been getting a lot more of like, yeah, I guess, Instagram jobs where you create content. Yeah. And like in my own head, I'm like, I'm not a content creator. Like I can't do this. And You definitely are. You I'm do amazing. Like, I'm just like, change the narrative, Maddie. Yeah. Like yes. why, why are you telling yourself? And it's been really interesting because I look at so many people who show up constantly online. I'm like, I can, why am I telling myself I yes. can't do this? So it was creating an, aff- like I literally created an affirmation that was tailored to that. So every time I drop into that moment of doubt or, you know, need to do some content for a brand, I just like go over that and remind yeah. myself and then kind of work out what I need to do to step into that mode. Yeah. And I think too, like when I get really get in my head, especially quite negative, yes. saying like, you can't do this, you can't do that. I always like to, I don't know who said it, but someone said once, I want you to think of an apple. Yeah. Say, I am an apple. Are, are you an apple? No, you're no. not. Just, so you're not your thoughts. So you know what I mean? Like you can think so one thing. true. But we're not our thoughts. Yes. And we can be just so hard on ourselves. And it really is like, you know, things are going to happen in life mm-hmm. that maybe we don't like, necessarily like. And you can either, you know, wallow in it or grow. And I felt like, especially with the year I've had, like, yes, I 100% wallowed in it. I got all negative. I had to do what I had to do. But you needed to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And and it is like, it's good. You can't be a robot. Mm -hmm. But I feel like having, you know, your affirmations, like for me, a really big one is I am calm. I have clarity. Because for me, I've always, having, being calm is one of the things I always chase to feel. Yes. Because obviously anxiety. Yeah. So that's one I always like to tell myself. And before the event today, mine was I'm confident. I love that. Yeah. It is time once again to welcome the divine Stacey Hollands back to the show, our wonderful skincare expert and founder of our favourite all-natural beauty brand, Lust Minerals. Stace, today we're talking about rituals to help you shine and being confident in your skin is one of the best ways to shine. That's why I wanted to find out what you'd recommend to our healthy listeners who want skincare ritual that is guaranteed to provide the glow. Absolutely, Mads. Just like you, I love nothing more than a glowing, healthy skin. That's exactly why I created Lust Minerals. I wanted to create a brand that would redefine the beauty industry. It was important to create products that actually worked while containing natural ingredients that also had clinical studies behind them. Our products are designed with purpose in mind and to ensure they don't sacrifice your skin or your health. And this became really important to me once I became aware of the effect that chemicals have on our body. For anyone wanting to create a skincare ritual that will be high performing and achieve healthy, glowy skin, you simply can't go past our ultimate skincare bundle. It's a luxury skincare routine that contains products that are potent yet incredibly gentle ingredients. It contains all of our best-selling skincare products and our beautiful team is always there and happy to help you with a skin consultation to ensure that we provide you with the right products to suit your skin. I love that your team offer that service. Thank you so much for joining me for the Rise and Thrive series. I adore you and the beautiful Lust Minerals brand. If you want to achieve healthy, glowing skin, then honestly, look no further than Lust Minerals for all of your makeup and skincare needs. Now, Stace, I know that you have a very generous code that listeners are welcome to use. Absolutely. So use the code HEALTHYHUSTLERS at the checkout for your next order with Lust Minerals and you'll receive $20 off. Stacey, thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you check out lastminerals.com.au. Do you know a really interesting little hack for this that I heard? I think I'm pretty sure it's on Gabby Bernstein speaks about it. But she's like, if you 
obviously saying these affirmations, but then actually sitting in that energy, mm. like having that moment to do the deep breaths and to sit in that, what it would, f- like, what does it actually feel like to be calm and have clarity? Yes. Maybe if you haven't felt that before, mm. it's using other people's energy. So it's like, I hope I'm articulating this right, but like, it's like, oh, Steph always seems so calm and clear. I'm going to embody what I think it feels like from Steph's perspective yeah. to feel calm and clear. So it's almost using someone else's energy mm. to embody the things you want to feel if you haven't felt that before. Oh, that's really smart. I love that. Yeah, because like a big thing for me, I'll always go back to like moments that I felt really successful. Like if I'm mm. feeling like I'm not achieving yeah. enough or not moving in the business – I'll go back to moments that made me feel really, really successful, like I was on fire, and I'll like sit back in those moments. I've never had a business that's earned, say, like tons of money or something. Mm -hmm. So when I try to sit in that manifesting energy of like, you know, having a multi-million dollar business, I'm like, well, what does that feel like? Yeah, true, because you don't know what it feels like. You don't know what it feels like, but then you can embody that energy from what you see from someone who already has that. I love what you said about, yeah, either... You can either just say it, write it, but actually feeling it. Feeling it. That's where the power is. Instead of rushing through it and be like, okay, yep, I'm calm, I'm good, blah, 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 blah. Yes. But actually like sitting in it like you said. Mm -hmm. And what I love too right now is, um, yeah, like picturing what – so when I'm going through a really hard time, I like to picture myself in a couple of months, like getting up out of hopefully my new house and what my perfect day looks like. Like I really love doing that because it gives me that really positive – that really good positive energy for the whole day. Definitely. I love I love that so much. And it's I actually said that to Ryan the other week because when we when he was saying about me focusing so much on like the future and the visualization stuff, I said to him, Yeah, but when we were living in our tiny two bedroom apartment with a toddler mm. through two years of lockdown and I would wake up with his bike next to my bed no. our bed. <laughs> like it literally couldn't have been like more cramped and yeah. like claustrophobic. But I would sit there visualizing waking up in our big spacious bedroom looking straight into my bathroom and now every morning I wake up and I look into that bathroom and I remind myself how powerful I am I say I am a powerful creator and whatever my mind desires I'm worthy of and it is like that constant reminder so even though once upon a time that was me visualizing the future now that future part has actually become a present moment that allows me to constantly remind myself of what I'm capable of creating in my life I also like to think you know when you are going through a hard time right now I like to tell myself like past Steph would have killed to be in this position right now like you think back before you had babies had your family like I how often do we ever really reflect Mm. like I remember I think I've unfortunately only have done it a couple of times like it's only when I really think back to okay where I came from and growing up as a teenager and like any difficulties and trauma you went through Mm -hmm. and then like like you should be so proud of yourself for where you are right now like how amazing is it that like this is your job I know and we're sitting here right now talking like you know what I mean so true and you created that it's so true yeah it's so much power in that I know even Priscilla from Banging Body said that today of like in those early years of her business she's like I just wish I even took three Mm -hmm. seconds longer to sit in a moment and like appreciate it but so often in life we do we rush through things or we don't take that time now to just appreciate exactly how far we've actually come yeah how proud previous Steph would be of like you know the empire you've built the beautiful children you have the home you're building like so easy to kind of be in that constant striving yeah and we just forget to like 
come back and realign and ground ourselves. And I feel like that's where the magic really happens. Like that's when we really do become a vibrational match Mm. for what we are desiring is when we're sitting in that moment of just pure gratitude and pride for what we've got and achieved. But the days where I am, yeah, very, very grateful and just and actually very present Mm. and proud, they're the days I do. I get like the cool emails to do opportunities and it's weird. Like it's like the universe is literally listening Mm -hmm. and I truly never really believed in that until a few years ago and I was like, wow, like especially to like my nan. So she Mm. had a very hard life Yeah, but she – is the most positive human on the planet. And it really yeah. is like, you know, life can happen to you, yeah. but it's how we react. And, yeah, it is okay to be sad and go through mm-hmm. the feelings. But for someone like my nan, she passed at 93, never said a bad word about anyone. Mm. And she was just always so positive and she literally is like yeah. my idol. I love her already. She's honestly oh, the most beautiful. She was the most yeah. beautiful person. And I'm like, she's my hero. And mm. I do like to be able to see the silver lining. Like yes. I always like to say like diamonds are made under pressure. I heard the quote recently of um, someone would give anything to have your bad day. Yes, I love that And it's just like, yeah, it's just like those shifts and those reminders of like, it's actually not all doom and gloom. No. And I'm definitely not saying like, I think there's a time and place to sit in negativity and in, because it reminds you of like. We're human. We're human. Yeah. And it feels shit to be like that. So at least when you are positive, you're like, oh, I don't want to go back to that place kind of thing. And my nan, she used to always say when I'd be stressing about something, she'd be like, if you can't change it, don't worry about it. Oh, literally. So it's really good because I'm someone, I like to be in control, which I've gotten a lot better since I've become a mum because we can't control life. But nan had always said that to me. And it's really good to focus on, you know, when you are worrying about X, Y, Z, I want you to actually write a list of all the things you can control and things you can do in this moment that can help you feel better. Oh. I love that. Good old Nan. Here no, she is still so providing cute. the wisdom. Good old Gladdy. <laughs> um, Steph, we could keep going forever. I know, I really like cool. love, love chatting to you about all of this stuff. But something cool I haven't shared with you is one of our beautiful listeners messaged me on Instagram. Her her Instagram is Ollie Tots. Um, little shout out. She sent me a photo of the two books that we recommended in our first episode and she went out and purchased them. I love that so much. I love that. Oh, that's so cool. So cute. let's keep the tradition going yes, with our book recommendations. And if anyone else has um, got our books, definitely hit us up on Instagram. Let us know what you think that you got the books. Uh, we love hearing from you. So what is yours for today? So mine's actually, because I know you guys know I love my good fiction and I could go on about fiction forever, but it's actually called The Girl That Fell From The Sky. Have Ooh, you heard of it? I have. So her name's but... M. Carey. So, oh, yes. yes. I love M. She's been on the she's, podcast before, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah so as you know, amazing. her story, she literally fell out of a plane. Yes. And her story of struggle, which is literally what we were talking about, like mm-hmm. she went through you know, she was in hospital for such a long time. Yes. Um, she had a lot of hardships going on mm-hmm. and she turned her pain into, you know, her passion and her purpose. Definitely. She's and incredible. She is. She's absolutely incredible. And her mum actually messaged me because I shared her book on Instagram and her yeah. mum was like, I'm so proud of her. I'm like, you must be so incredibly proud. Imagine going through something like that and then oh. literally using your pain for your purpose. I feel like reading through her hardships and how she literally seeing the silver lining of everything. Mm. And she even said in her book, like she didn't really like the person she was becoming before. And as I said, you know, diamonds are made under pressure. So sometimes, you know, like I know, for example, for me, from all the loss I've had, I've changed into a better version of myself. And the same with Em, who's such an inspiration. 
she turned into this person who just likes to give and give and she's just so positive. So, yes, I could not put her book down. It was absolutely incredible. It goes into a lot of detail, the people she met along the way, learning how to try and walk again. It still goes on. She can walk and she can't feel her legs. Crazy. It's insane. It's actually insane. So I'm like, you can get through, like if M can do that, mm-hmm. you can get through today. Yes. I need to read that because I actually, like I haven't read that book yet, but I love her, love following her online and all she's about and what she shares. I've got a semi-similar, well, on the same, it's an influencer or creator model, uh, Alady Pullen, who her book is Heartstrong. And I don't know if you know her, but I'm sure a lot of people listening there's not many people I like really hardcore fangirl over, but I fangirl over her massively. Oh. She's from the Gold Coast. She's best friends with Chloe Fisher and they have a podcast together. Oh, cool. But her partner passed away in a diving accident oh, on the goodness. Gold Coast. And so it's really like, I guess, their love story. And just she had a baby with him after he'd passed away through sperm retrieval. Oh. And she's just like... She's insane. Like she's amazing to just think the energy that she shows up in and exactly her mindset to like lose the love of your life, you know, when you're trying to have a baby and then to have a baby on her own and like carry his legacy. Like she's just incredible. I think it gave me, I don't know, just a really nice insight into relationships and Mm -hmm. love and just that true compassion for each other and now like her – desire to just leave such a beautiful legacy for him it gives you so much perspective when you read about people's hardships definitely and when you and then when you get to follow like such a privilege to then be able to go and follow like Alady and M online and just see this life that they're living and this like zest for life that they have and the positive energy that they're constantly putting out into the world yeah both massive inspirations it actually reminds me too of certain like third world countries and they go and like interview people who live in these villages and they're just the most grateful positive people Mm -hmm. and they essentially have nothing yeah it's wild isn't it it just it blows your mind it really does it's so true i know um there's a podcast i love listening to imperfects and that's from hugh who does the resilience project oh i love that book yeah Yeah, that was really good yeah and he does the um the gem talk which we watched on amazon which is all about just like basically how he went and lived in a third world country and just like the gratitude and empathy that these children show for everyday life yet they've literally got nothing is just like unbelievable it's insane it's so crazy this feels like a really sad moment because I'm saying goodbye oh, to you no, for our last it is too. <laughs> I was like, why is it sad? Oh, it's our last it's episode our final together. Episode. But the exciting news for all the listeners is they can keep getting lots of doses of Steph on the podcast because you have something <laughs> being launched tomorrow and I have a feeling you might let them be the first to know about it. Literally the first people to know <laughs> that tomorrow I'm announcing that I'm starting my very own podcast. Yay! So people can keep listening to yes. all of your wisdom and knowledge. I'm so excited for yes. you. Yes, so it's called Stepping Up and I'm yeah, I'm so pumped about it. You know, get all my organisation tips, my mindfulness, mental health, motherhood, all the things and also Ryan's going to be on there too because he is fun and you guys love our banter. Oh so. my goodness, you and Ryan, your videos with Ryan are always my favourite. Yeah, so if you want to good laugh with him he will be on there too for some episodes and i'm yeah i'm so excited for this new adventure oh i'm so excited for you steph thank you thank you my love 
Thank you for listening to today's episode. I really hope it gave you a healthy boost. I'm so excited to be back next week for new episodes. But until then, if you want to chat, my DMs are always open. You can find me on Instagram, one of my favorite places to hang out, at Madeline Carafa or at The Healthy Hustlers. And of course, if you did enjoy this show, please feel free to share it with a friend or family member who might benefit from it too. Not only does it really help the show, but it also helps other people on their health and wellness journey. All the links that have been mentioned in the episode, you can find in the show notes. Have an awesome week. Until next time, don't forget to keep your hustle and nice and healthy.